Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio and Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. Allen going to keep it, lowers his head, and powers his way into the end zone. Josh Allen turned into a bulldozer and went two yards for the touchdown. Here's the snap. Give is to Pacheco right up the middle, cutting it back, and he's into the end zone. A four-yard touchdown run by Isaiah Pacheco. Snap by Ferguson, hold by Martin, kick by Bass is on the way. And it is no good. No good wide to the right. And there is the last kneel down, and that will do it. The remaining 25 seconds will tick away as the Bills are only left thinking about what could have been as their arch nemesis in the playoffs strikes again. Chris Brown on the calls there on the Buffalo Bills radio network. Welcome into a Buffalo football Monday. A rough, a tough, a sad, angry Buffalo Bills football Monday. Sal Capaccio with you. Sneaky Joe DiBiase is here. Joe, we don't normally get a chance to talk on a Monday, but I'm glad you're with me, man, because I'm uh, I'm in my feelings today, man. I'm just in my feelings, so I'm glad you're with me, buddy. Yeah. No, it's uh, <laughs> they're they're not the good feelings either. They are the worst possible feelings imaginable, which is why we knew that game was so big because none of us wanted to be sitting here doing this show. No, that's right. That's right. We talked all week and all day yesterday, pregame, legacy game, and I want to get into all that in a minute. Let me just kind of set up the show for everybody today because it's a different kind of Monday today for a bunch of reasons, but it is the Monday Extra Point Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550 presented by Catholic Health. Catholic Health, the right way to care by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Excuse me. By Speed Global, around the corner or around the world, Speed delivers. So in less than an hour, the Bills will have their locker clean-out, locker interviews for the media and open locker room. I am right now at One Bills Drive. I will, I'm in the radio booth. I'll walk over to the area where that will happen. Um, Joe will take you the rest of the way. I'll pop in and out with sound from the locker room whether live or shooting it back as quick as possible so we'll get an idea of you know what players are saying as they wrap up the season here on the extra point show so you got both of us here um joe if you want to call joe uh, joe you'll have to tell take the calls mm-hmm. there i can't yep. do it on my end here you can have, do that so we might have some calls on hold you can let me know but in the meantime you know i just um i'm not ready to talk about what's ahead i'm really not and you can do that and i know that you and Jeremy might have done that a little bit, and people are doing that today. I'm just not ready for it. I, 
I'm just talking about all the, I'm thinking about all the things we talked about this week, Joe. I'm thinking about legacies. I'm thinking about how much this game mattered to this fan base, to this organization, for everything that's happened over the last several years. This team having them here and the Chiefs and getting them in your own building is what I mean. Not being able to win the game. What it means for Josh Allen, what it means for Sean McDermott, what it means for everyone who put so much into this and including the invested, emotionally invested fan base. And that's why I say I'm in my feelings about it. I, I, I'm with everybody when I say I just don't know like if it will ever happen, if it hadn't happened yet and it didn't happen yesterday. And I'll be the first to tell you, you have this incredible quarterback who's just entering pretty much the prime of his career, and you got like 10 more years with him, we think. You know, I mean, that's, let's hope. So, sure, I, I always say, Joe, as long as you have 17 under center, you have a window. But that window every year starts closing, and this was the opportunity. This was it. I, I did a few radio shows after the game this morning, and everybody said the same thing. This was the year to get the Chiefs. If you couldn't get them this year, mm-hmm. do you think you'll ever do it? And that's what I keep thinking about, Joe. And I'm sitting here thinking about Josh Allen. And so I went on ESPN Radio yesterday. And I don't know if you know this. I kind of got into it with one of the hosts. Uh, oh. Meyer Metcalf, I think is his name. Yeah, we, we, we kind of went at it a little bit. And it was because it was uh, yesterday around 1230. And I'm only saying this because I want to kind of give the big, big picture. And it's fine. It happens. You know, it can be good radio. And their whole thing was, well, Josh Allen, the whole turnover thing. Turnovers. And can you trust him? Oh, you know, Bill's Mafia. He, he, what if he throws a pick at the end of the game? He loses. I'm like, dude, do you like know how good this guy has been in the playoffs? You like know what this guy means, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's one of those things where everybody has this kind of narrative about him and Josh Allen. Now, what it is true though, it is true that the quarterback gets the legacy part of it. The quarterback is he can't win the game or he can't get over that. But that is so unfair. I just did some numbers this morning, Joe. This is amazing to me. Josh Allen, of all quarterbacks all time, Joe, mm-hmm. with at least twenty touchdown passes in the playoffs, he has the lowest interception percentage of any of them in the playoffs. All time, 1.1%. Yep. That includes everybody. Brady, Young, Manning, Mahomes. Mahomes is close. He's like 1.2. And yesterday we saw it on full display. He is incredible. And I just, I think about him in this spot. I think about what it means for him and his legacy and how unfair that is. But that's the nature of the beast. That's the nature of the business. And that's why all of this hurts so much today for Buffalo Bills fans to know you have this and it's right there and it hasn't happened yet. Yep. I I um I don't think it has to mean much for Allen's legacy. You know, like he he can he can undo it. I think the th- more of the legacy stuff is being attached right now to Sean McDermott. And you know, who who mm-hmm. knows how much longer he'll be the Bills head coach maybe he, he's also another 10 years maybe. It's 5 more years, who knows. But man, he He's really encroaching on the first sentence of his, you know, of his tenure described as Bill's head coach being he changed the culture and he also could never get over the Chiefs. Like, it's, right. it's becoming a thing. And, you know, I know we got, we got a lot of calls and a lot of today was, you know, did the Bills get out coached on both fronts? Steve Spagnola against Joe Brady, but also Andy Reid against Sean McDermott. It, it's, you know... I've seen some of both. I've seen a little bit of, right, the Allen stuff, which I think is pretty much nonsense, but I've also seen a lot of, like, Ben Solak. Some of the ESPN shows have been on this today that that 
Josh Allen's great in his organization is the reason why they're not the Chiefs. That he's as close to Mahomes as you'll get. Mahomes has six AFC Championship appearances. Allen has one. And that's not yeah. Allen's fault. It's the org- it's the difference in the two organizations is the reason. Yeah, I understand that. And we've fielded calls all year on this particular subject and topic. Um, and I, I respect anybody and any comment that says in questions, have they reached their ceiling here with mm-hmm. this coach, this staff, this organization? Have they done that? Can they get over the Chiefs because they haven't yet? Can they get to a Super Bowl? Um, I respect that. I don't think that this ownership has the appetite for it. And I look, you know my feelings. I think Sean McDermott's a really excellent football coach. I think this organization is going to be always in it. But I respect that thought because we've seen it happen in other organizations where sometimes you get to a certain point where you need a new voice. I'm not there and calling for it. But if people are and they want it, I understand it. It's Mm. totally an acceptable type of thought to have. No doubt about it. Um, I I don't know. I think yesterday was, if you want to say, like, what did he do or not do? Like McDermott, Mm -hmm. outcoach. You could point to certain areas. I mean, the fake punt. I had no problem with the philosophy of the fake punt. I didn't like the call. You're asking a backup safety to get five yards rushing. I didn't like that, if you want to point to that. I thought yesterday the defensive line just didn't show up. I don't know. Is that on coaching? Was there a scheme issue there? I mean, you got to win one-on-ones, too. I thought yesterday was the Chiefs' offense worked, not because the Bills were necessarily outcoached. I mean, they were depleted at linebacker. I don't know how much you can do. I just thought that, you know, the guys who normally you expect to win didn't win. And if you want to point to coaching, that's fine. Everything goes to coaching. I mean, it's, their, it's coaches who put them in position. I understand that. Mm. But I, I think you had to have a stop, and you couldn't get a stop. And that, a lot, that, to me, was a very, very surprising thing, given the way this defensive line has performed all year. So, yeah, I'll listen, and I respect any comment that says that. Like, hey, should they move on? Should they, hey, thank you, you changed the culture. We can have somebody else in here in a new voice. I don't necessarily agree with it. I think that you'll always have a look at it because I do think they're very good at what they do, but I totally understand that thought. We'll take some calls. Let's go. All right. Tim in Dallas, your first up. Getting connected with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online, Northtown. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Kia.com. Hey, Tim. Hey, sorry for your lost sale. And, uh, man, uh, like you said, it was a tough one. But me, honestly, I'm not surprised. Uh, I've seen this movie before. You know, as an organization, you keep Ken Dorsey as a prodigy child. And then now you decide to get rid of him in the middle of the season, knowing that you need a real OC, somebody's not influenced by McDermott's behavior or philosophy, need to call their own office a game. And that's one of the reasons why we lost against the Chiefs, and and we continue to lose against superior teams in the AFC. So I'm going to stay on air, but I just want to get your commentary on, because you say it's not the coaching. But again, well, I didn't say did. that. I didn't say it's not. I didn't, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah. I didn't say it's not the coaching. Please understand what I'm saying. I didn't say that. What I said was I still think this is a, a really good football coach, a head coach, and I think that there are lots of things that go into these things. I think players, players didn't win one-on-ones, things like that. I think you can definitely point to coaching for a lot of things. And anything that happens, by the way, it's always on coaching. At the end of the day, it falls at coach, coach's feet. I do want to ask you, though, Joe, do you agree with that? That, like, I mean, when people say, I think it's a blanket thing people say, while it's you change the OC for a yes man and, and philosophy of McDermott, I don't know. I think once Joe Brady took over, we see a ton of Josh Allen running. Mm-hmm. Didn't we hear before that happened that, the organization yeah. told Ken Dorsey not to run Josh Allen. I don't know. I don't think you can have it both ways, I guess. I think that's what people try to do. I, I, right. I don't claim to know. I wonder, though, like, what did cause their, their increase in terms of how much they run the ball? And it's not like they were the run heaviest team in the league. They went from the eighth pass happiest to the 14th pass happiest. Um, 8th under Ken Dorsey, 14th under Joe Brady. So it did go up. And why in the game yesterday did they you know, insist on running the ball in the second half when it was starting to become evident that the Chiefs had figured it out? You know, Why did they run the ball with James Cook on 1st and 10 You know, in that final three set of downs? I think the only reason I wonder like what caused it is Joe Brady's background in Carolina and at LSU had been he was super pass-happy, sometimes even to a fault. But I also don't want to assume that it's McDermott told him you've got to run the ball more. I mean, that could be true, but part of my wonder is, did Joe Brady show up, want to do certain things with his offense, and he looked at his group of wide receivers and thought, I don't don't have the horses for this. I, I can't run the offense the way I might want. Trent Sherfield is a fine special teams player and a depth piece, but he started two games for this team and caught one pass in the playoffs. Like, how much can you really claim to do, you know, passing the ball down the field when he's lining up out wide every every snap? I think they really miss Gabe Davis. As much as he's inconsistent, I think they miss Davis a lot. Would they have thrown the ball more yesterday down the field if Davis had been out there? Does Davis make a catch that Sherfield didn't down where it hit his bicep or hit, hit him in the hands? I mean... I, I Again, I don't want to assume that it's wrong that McDermott might have been part of the reason that they've been running it more and they've been a little bit more conservative offensively. Um, but I, I definitely have to think a big reason, too, is they don't have the weapons to to do what they did three years ago. And that is especially true when we're still trying to figure out why Stephon Diggs hasn't produced. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, so if... If you have a self-awareness that you don't have those weapons, well, you can say, well, it doesn't matter. We have Josh Allen. We can just keep throwing the ball. 
Or you could say, look, we have a hard time winning on the outside, so we're going to have to do other things, which means run the ball better, which means take the checkdowns. And it kind of sucks to look back at the box score and see you had no pass plays over, what, 15 yards maybe. Yeah. Yep. I had zero pass plays over 15 yards. I mean, it, that sucks. But I also think that if you know that that's who you are, you have to play it that way. So, for example, yesterday, I've seen a lot of debate about what the game plan was and being conservative and running the ball. I think they knew going into yesterday, Joe, they'd have a tough time stopping the Chiefs. Now, I don't think they thought that they'd have the kind of tough time they did. It, it was even worse. But that's why I think that their philosophy was, hey, run the ball. Keep Mahomes off the field. We have it. We're in, we're in tough with our defense today. We can't keep putting them out there. But you, but Joe, the problem with that is you have you have no margin for error, very little. Mm-hmm. You have to end every score almost with a touchdown, because if if they're just going to get the ball and score a touchdown, it doesn't matter, or at least hold them to a field goal like they did early on. And they didn't. And the opening drive, they get a field goal, and I'm like, move. That was an opportunity right there. You got to get a touchdown. I don't mind the philosophy, and I understand the philosophy of we got to keep it a little conservative keep them off the field run the ball it was working in the first half for sure but man you leave yourself very little margin for error when you do that yeah and my 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 problem my bigger problem too as much as like conservative play calling like it's not i was not a fan of the strategy that they incorporated yesterday in terms of that working for four quarters my bigger problem with this team and why they lost is when it was time to throw the ball because the chiefs had figured out how to stop your run game it was really hard. It was really hard. Like, they did go, they went 54 yards and got into field goal range on that final drive. It took them 16 plays to do it. It was tough for them to move the ball. And as much as I'm not absolving the defense at all, because I do not think they played well at all yesterday, but this is kind of the story with Sean McDermott's defenses, right? And this was a little bit of the case middle of the year, the Bengal game, maybe even the New England game when Poyer had a pick at the end. Even when this defense is playing at its worst, there they are still finding a way to give the offense a chance to win at the end with a fumble punched out at the goal line and then a stop at midfield on their next drive. I pointed this out this morning that the Chiefs scored their final points of the game with 14-20 left on the Mm. clock, and the Bills had three offensive drives after that. So again, not absolving the defense. They were not good yesterday. But they there they are again doing just enough to give the offense a chance. And with the run game not working, there it was. There it was. No one should be that surprised that you needed your weapons to produce and they weren't there to do it. And that and that's a big reason why I think the Bills lost yesterday. 8030550 if you'd like to uh, jump on board. Let me let me know if we have any phone calls here. We'll um, we got make a sure few. we take a couple. We got a yeah, few. go ahead, buddy. Let's take one now. Let's go to Daniel and Hamilton. Hey, Daniel. Hey, how's it going? Hey, morning. Good, thanks. I just want to talk about, because I, I, I know a lot of you guys, um, you know, the whole Josh Allen topic is, like, iffy because, you know, he, he's, he's definitely great. Definitely greatness in him. But I just feel when it comes time to the wire and when it comes down to the last two minutes, it's like he's not the guy that's going to win that game. And it's like we talked about that drive, like the first the first drive of the game, and it's like you got to score, you know. You like Joe. You can talk about Joe Brady, talk about Sean McDermott, but at the end of the day, it goes into his hands, and like he has to find a way. Did, like didn't, Mahomes finds ways. Didn't he find a way by putting the ball right in Stephon Diggs' hands, sixty-two yards down the field? Oh, 
He dropped. Go oh, ahead, Joe, on that point, though. I just, I just, I mean, I don't know. He was any 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 conversation, any conversation right now. I guess maybe maybe I'm just a little hyper up on it. Maybe I'm just a little mm-hmm. naive about it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little defensive of it. Any conversation that starts with Josh Allen being any part of the problem, I am not here for it at all. I I'm not either. I thought find ways. Did he not find a way on the Khalil Shakir touchdown from the 13 yard line? Like. Find ways. The guy was finding a way. He was play, doing trick shots, right? Like their most successful plays were Allen on third and thirteen on the first drive. He runs forward and then laterals the ball backwards to Ty Johnson. It gets them in a position to go for it on fourth down. There was another play, maybe it was also a third down, where he does kind of the same thing. Where Allen starts running forward, he's kind of flips the ball to the left of Latavius Murray for a big gain, like. The guy's trying out there. There is not a structure. There is a structure to this offense, but it is not an efficient one when they're trying to get big plays. So, yeah, same as you, Sal. I I think we can pick apart a lot of things from yesterday's game. And he, listen, should he have, if there's one criticism I'd had of Allen, it was only on one play. He should have stepped up in the pocket to, to drive that ball into Shakir on second and nine on the final drive. Sure. But I think that's the only play I'd really want to pick apart from him the whole game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I mean, I just, speaking of the numbers in the playoffs, I ran them this morning. Joe, passing, rushing, and one receiving touchdown he had, by the way, against Houston in the playoffs. The man has accounted for 330 yards a game over 10 playoff starts. Mm -hmm. He has 27 touchdowns and four interceptions in 10 playoff starts. Any conversation that starts with Josh Allen is any sort of problem. I am just not here for it right now. 803-0550 is the number. I am here for you right now with Joe DiBiase. Sal Capaccio down at One Bills Drive. Joe's in our Amherst studios. He's going to take you the rest of the way when we uh, have locker clean-out time at 11 a.m. I'll head over there in a little while. We'll come back right here on the Extra Point Show. By the way, we are live on Facebook today on our Facebook page, WGR550. That's Facebook.com slash WGR550. Here's the snap. Allen going to keep it and run. Looking for the end zone, and he's in. Josh Allen, the beast, has been released. It's a five-yard touchdown run for Buffalo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.